Welcome back to Foundational Thoughts, the podcast of the Missouri Baptist Foundation. My name is Neil, your host, and we're in part four on a series with Joey Staples, licensed professional counselor. Joey, thanks again for joining us. Always great to be here. And we've been talking over these last four sessions about the emotional health of a pastor and a staff member, and and really, I think to some degree, even a highly leveraged volunteer, uh, because uh, a lot of our churches have people that, uh, I don't know what the old adage is, but 20% of the people do 80% of the work in the church or whatever that number is. But volunteers can feel like this as well, can't they? Yeah, just any people helper. Yeah, Yeah. anybody who's helping people. So the person who's been doing Awana for 450 years with there with (laughs) Noah, or the person who's got to do a Sunday school lesson every week, who's also serving on the parking lot ministry, and then also a deacon. Uh, These things can become tiring, and, and burnout can happen because if you're in a position of leadership, we have an adversary who's really out to get us, isn't he? Yeah, and he's strategic. Yeah. So for the person who's really making the difference in the trenches with people, yeah, he wants them out of there. He doesn't play touch either. He plays tackle. No, no. so I want that person to to uh, to pull away from the people that he's ministering to. Oh, yeah. Mm. They're doing damage to my work, Satan might say. So. And so if you're in a leadership position of any area... Dealing with people, our adversary wants to attack you. So we've been talking a little bit over these sessions over this thing called burnout, where we see occasionally a person said, I'm done, walk walk away from the church, walk away from the ministry, and that didn't happen overnight. No, it takes a while. It's a process, and it's it's something that's preventable Mm. for sure. So Really? You think it's preventable? Absolutely. Yeah, if if I'm willing to go through the steps, it's just like any other maintenance. Okay. You know, if I'm if I'm willing to do the maintenance on my car, wow, it runs really well. It's amazing how that works. <laughs> you know, I hadn't changed the oil in a couple of years. Well, it doesn't tend to run yeah. real well. And so, every, yeah. Every it, time I pull in there, they want to f- have a maintenance on something else, and it's the brakes on this. What's time? The next time, it's the radiator hose. But if you don't take care of those things, yeah. oh, it yeah. can be a problem. And so me being willing to do the, the maintenance work on myself, and truth is uh, – I just don't like pulling the hood up on my own life sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just keep the thing down. I mean, the car looks so nice and shiny. I don't want yeah. to look at that. It's got it clean. It's yeah. waxed and looks good. And then you're suggesting to us, not only do I have to open up the hood, yeah. but I gather some other people around Ooh. me and say, hey, y'all, come look at this. Yeah, and, and, I, and I'm not suggesting to swing way over to the other extreme sure. of being introspective okay. and kind of all analytical. Okay, and, and never do anything. See, that could be another Satan strategy. Mm. I'm going to swing him all the way to that extreme so he's so introverted, so focused on me that uh, I'm of no really use to work. But I'm in good shape. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you're of no use there. there there's, there's the balance there of God equipping me with the strength that I need to do the hard work of the ministry. It's just hard work. But it's important work. It's valuable work. It's work that we've been called to. Absolutely. And our adversary is so sharp. You said something earlier that just keeps resonating in my mind, is for one person, their response to stress is to overeat, and to another person, the response is not to eat at all. Yeah. It's so funny that there's not just one thing that Satan attacks. It's that he knows us personally and knows what our weakness is. Yeah. Very is interesting to me when you said that because yeah. it's the same thing that happens. And so you've been talking a lot about prevention and things we can do to prevent that burnout, that moment of walking away, that moment. Because if I walk away, I leave a group of people who now are confused 
potentially if I don't leave well in that situation. Or I think some guys and other ladies as well, I think sometimes we self-sabotage yeah. because we don't know how to handle what we're going through. And so we do something to disqualify ourselves. And so every time any of that stuff happens, there's a wake of damage and destruction all around us, our own families, our churches. Yeah. And you think the best thing to do is prevent that, I'm yeah. assuming. So, so by the time all of that shows up, yeah. there's been so much damage done. Yeah. And again, God's a God of redemption. I mean, we can move past that. But there's just so much uh, that has to take place to get things back on track. Yeah, I'm sort of suggesting a little like exercise. Yeah, if I would have quit eating a bag of potato chips every day, you know, a year ago, then maybe I'd be in a better place right now. And so, yeah, don't want to look back with regret on that. Right. Want to, want to lean into that, mm. particularly as we're beginning a new year here. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, what am I doing practically to uh, set me up in the best place to allow God to use me? And you've given us some great practical points of that, retreats and other kind of things. What else do you want to lead Yeah, I want it to be objective that way. Okay. Lest this be just sort of a philosophical discussion that you kind of go, eh, what good does that do? Okay, here's another one. Uh, Develop a sense of humor. Okay. And, you know, I don't (laughs) laugh. (laughs) So whatever that looks like. And, yeah, there's crude senses of humor. There's movies to watch that are funny kind of, but you're going, eh. Yeah. But but I'm suggesting laughter is an important thing. And don't you know, oftentimes I think we picture Jesus with this stoic kind of a serious look on his face all the time. I think he was hilarious. I can just picture him walking with the disciples, kind of messing with them. And, (laughs) you know, I think he... uh, he had so much joy, and I think humor was a part of that. Laughter was a part of that. And we can lose that. Mm-hmm. Now, you think, well, how do I put myself in a place for laughter? Uh, I think it's just talking about things that are funny, even with my wife or mm-hmm. with my kids or with my staff, kind of intentionally uh, letting laughter be in the room. And this doesn't have to be kind of an mm-hmm. ER serious kind of a, mm-hmm. you know, staff meetings or kind of a one-hour serious kind of a grouchy time together. No. Yeah. Have fun. Go to a movie. Uh, just have a blast together. So Do something yeah. even silly sometimes. That would be hey, helpful. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I, I was asked one time by somebody saying, when is the last time you've had fun? In that conversation, I was like, hmm, let me think about that. And it, if mm. you have to think about the last time you were having fun, there's, you're headed toward a burnout, aren't you? Absolutely, because everything just becomes so serious. You know, someone mm-hmm. said once that uh, uh, to a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Mm. And, and so we just... Everything becomes so serious, and, and mm. uh, you know, you even see that with therapists and stuff. I mean, everybody's a problem, and everybody's a big situation. Wow. It's stepping back and going, no, that's not true. Mm. It's uh, everything's okay. Mm. It, it it's good. God's in control. He's placed me here for a season. The work that I'm doing, but yeah, there's pl- it's okay to laugh. Mm. I have to give myself permission. That's good to smile. I like that to enjoy life. There's a lot to enjoy in there. Well, it's the thing that we teach, but we don't practice it particularly well. So, you know, he came that we might have life, comma. We put a period on that, comma, and might have it abundantly. And and lots of times we're not even walking in the abundance. The very thing we're teaching others, we're not practicing very well. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't mean it's not true, but but yeah. So laughter, really an important one. Uh, Don't be a lone ranger. I don't even know if people know who the Lone Ranger is anymore, Joe. You may have to show. update that one. Kimosabi or whatever it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a staff member the other day that was uh, 
super frazzled, I could tell, and late to get into the hospital to visit with some people that were there and uh, just said, I just don't know if I can make this happen. And my question was, have you asked anybody else if maybe they could go? And they sort of stopped and, well, no. No, I need to go. Mm. I said, well, uh, I would be capable of doing that for you if you ask. Mm. And they kind of laughed and I kind of laughed. I just think lots of times we are a lot more comfortable just handling the load on our own. And so we forget that we have a team. And I I know some pastors are on their own. Right. Uh, I I realize that. But even typically there's some deacons, whatever. Sure. It's me, again, being aware and honest that right now I need help. Mm. (laughs) That sounds so simple. But being prepared to admit I need help. And what you said just resonated with me. If if you are feeling like a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Yeah. And if you're frustrated and upset and disappointed, maybe you shouldn't visit the person who's in the hospital if you're mm. feeling that way. Maybe somebody who's happy Ooh. might be a better choice than you going in there, huh? <laughs> no, I'm going. Yeah. yeah I'm we... going to spread the love of Jesus all over them. Yeah, right. So yeah. smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, it's just us being aware and wow. honest, and we're just not particularly honest with ourselves. Sometimes we're mm-hmm. going to plow through this, <laughs> and yeah, we're going to share the joy of the Lord. Yeah, and so, so yeah. Sometimes I need to ask for help, wow. and, he, and pride doesn't want to do that. But Humility pe- is willing. But people love to help, don't they? Oh. Love to help, especially don't they love to help their pastor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want to. But so often, you know, when I'm, when I'm given a gift, my first thought is, what am I going to give them back? Mm. It's just pride mm. that lots of times doesn't accept. Because ultimately, it's not the deacon providing for me. It's God providing for me yes. through that person. Yes. So that's the one I'm, I'm cutting off. Wow. It's even worse. You know, I'm, I'm frustrated because I don't feel like God's around. But in reality, God's answer would be, I'm, I'm trying to be around <laughs> through the people that love you, through all that's going yeah. on around you, and you're keeping yourself insulated from all that's going on. Mm. And so, yeah. I bet we do that far more often than what we realize. Oh, yeah. And, and we, that's why we need to realize it. Mm. You're right. Yeah, we don't realize it. We just get, kind of get going and blowing. Mm. And that's why we need the people around us to tell us. Mm. Staples, mm. no. Let's see if we can... Do a little bit better job on this. So, yeah, Lone Ranger. It's comfortable because I'm in control. Yeah. And I think that's why we just tend to default back to that. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm in the driver's seat. But a team, it's the beauty of a team. Yeah. It's the beauty of the church. Of the church, absolutely. Because we are a team. A better well, team, a well bigger said. team. But yeah. it's, it's what we've been placed into. Yeah. Community. Here's another one. Okay. Keep reminding myself that what I do isn't who I am. Ooh. That's tough I'm for guys. Now, aren't I? Yeah. yeah, that's a really hard one. Well, yeah. And that's a little tender for me because I was a pastor, yeah. and so I spoke every Sunday morning, these are my people, and now in the function and role that I have, it's a different function yeah. and role. And uh, it's it's been a process to go, I, I'm, I haven't lost value. That's right. I haven't gained value. Uh, I just have a value that's now in whose I am rather than what I produce. Well said. And who I get to do that in front of. But that's an, that's an adjustment, especially yeah. for pastors who have a lot of our identity. 
whether it's a positive identity or a negative identity in the community and in the culture today, being a pastor, that may not have that may not be as noble as it once was in our in our culture. But that's who we are. We're yeah. the pastor, and I have dozens of people, or hundreds of people, or thousands of people who come and listen to what I say, yeah. and we can get really caught up in that and recognize instead of recognizing I'm just here on his business and he just sent me to say these few things but it's easy to get caught up in oh yeah it's uh even when we ask the question you know what do you do Mm. and we immediately jump to our job we do don't we but in truth well i'm i'm a i'm a dad i'm Mm. a granddad Mm. i'm I'm a husband to a beautiful wife Mm. i mean you know we don't tend to go that direction but that's who i am i'm a child of god i'm I'm doing the best I can to be obedient to him. Mm. And, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, I use my gifts at First Baptist Church or mm-hmm. in whatever I'm doing. See, that would be an interesting way to answer that, wouldn't it? It would be, because we don't ask, who are you? Right. We ask, what do you do? I, I, yeah. I just moved this past weekend, a little cul-de-sac, so saw some of the neighbors out there uh, working, a couple of younger guys, chipping. Of course, everybody's younger now than, than what they used to be, but they're chipping some limbs together, and so I go and introduce myself, and... And I tried to be strategic and say, hey, my name is Neil. My wife's name is Kendra. I've got a 10th grade boy who's here, and then I've got a sophomore there, and try to talk about those kinds of things. But that's even more difficult for a pastor, possibly. Yeah, that's good. Who we are is not what we do. That's good. Yeah, it's and somehow I think mixed in there is sort of the the curse, Genesis 1 and 2, Mm. sweat of the brow. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to labor and labor and work till we just drop. And, you know, yet not feel any kind of fulfillment from that. So I, I think it's not the work itself. It's the fact that we're being obedient to what God has called us to do. Because if you're listening and you're a pastor right now, you may not always be a pastor. Exactly. Because you may be in the nursing home for 20 years. You may become disabled. You yeah. may We may not be able to pastor, who knows, in 20 or 30 years the way that we do. And so if we tie our identity in that, we are headed to a problem. How do we wrap this up, Joey? We've only got yeah. a couple of more minutes, and so we've been talking about emotional health for pastors. Yes. We've, it seems like the emphasis that you want to continue to make is that, hey, we've got to do something to make yeah. sure we stay healthy. Yeah, and, and, and 2 Corinthians four one. therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose heart. So I think it's, uh, this doesn't mean we become passive to our calling. I mean, we need to be super laser-focused on where God has called us. But it does mean, since that's so treasured and so important, I'm going to take good care of this vessel mm-hmm. called Joey Staples. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean I'm uh, less involved. It, I think it means I'm even more strategically used by God because I'm willing to put myself in a place that's healthy. And that has to do with my marriage. It has to do with me, my parenting with my kiddos. It has to do with how I'm doing, Joey Staples and my friends. Uh, and those are all things that aren't going to be up on the stage for anybody to see, mm-hmm. hopefully. Uh, only time that's seen is when there's a, the things crash at the end. Oftentimes yeah. that, then it's brought up. But I'm saying that the problem there is lots of times we're thinking that's not – I need to – I need to do things that are more open and that people kind of see. So it's me being willing to be honest about that, taking good care of and being a good steward of this vessel called Joey Staples. Mm. The ministry that God's called you to is so valuable. And, Joey, I thank you that you take care of yourself so that you're able to help others. 
And I'm hoping that everybody that's listening to this will hear what you just said, that the ministry that they have been called to, which ultimately is to Christ himself, it is in other venues, but ultimately it's to Christ, that is too valuable to allow yourself to burn out. So do something today in a positive step to prevent that burnout by getting the help that you need today, whether it's talking to a professional, sometimes that's a necessity. Oftentimes it really is some good friends, the scriptures, you and bet. some rest. And, and one more point, uh, perhaps you're a church member or a, mm-hmm. a, a, a deacon, whatever, that maybe sees some of the symptoms of that in some of the staff that are at the church. I'm not suggesting that you, uh, you're mean to them, but I am suggesting that if you feel the Spirit's leading, maybe challenge them a bit on, on some of these things that we've been talking about. Mm. Maybe help them uh, come to a point of kind of safe accountability. And that may be why a person's been listening, because the Lord's going to do that in their life, and they've been listening, going, why am I doing this? Well, it's because the Lord has you to see something that nobody else can see. Mm, and good. so take that response. Reach out to that staff member. Reach out to that pastor. Encourage them and love them, making sure they get the help that they need. Well, Joey, thanks good. for giving us the help that the Lord's given you, and we are thankful that you've been listening to us here at the podcast, the Missouri Baptist Foundation, Foundational Thoughts. Tune in for the future. We hope to have more episodes with Joey with a wide variety of topics. May the Lord bless you as you continue to serve him. 